When you pray, God listens. When you listen, God talks. When you believe, God works. Welcome to the Christian Minute Podcast brought to you by Lighthouse SDA. We hope to share the loving God which we have come to know. We invite you to follow this podcast and stay tuned for our future episodes. Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Christian Minute Podcast. This is your host once again. Before we get started with today's topic, I want to go ahead and remind you guys that every Saturday we're streaming on Facebook Live at 11.15. So I invite you guys to follow us on Facebook so that you don't miss out on these wonderful streams that we're putting together every Saturday at 11.30. You can search us as Lighthouse SDA. If you prefer to follow us on Instagram, you can find us under Lighthouse Lynn. If you don't have Facebook or if you're not able to uh, tune in with us at 1130 on Saturday for the live streams, we do upload those directly onto YouTube as well afterwards. So you can go ahead and search us by Lighthouse Lynn on YouTube and then subscribe to our channel and then you'll be able to go and also watched previous live streams that we've been doing in the past couple months again guys thank you for the support on the podcast thank you for listening to us we hope that you guys enjoy this episode all right guys so today i have a very awesome topic Um, The title of the topic is God Speaks with a Purpose. I believe that God speaks to us for a reason. Things happen to us in our lives for a reason. And it's all for a purpose that he has previously already had planned for us before we were even um, thought of, before our parents even thought about having us. I believe that God already had a purpose for us. Um, Very quickly, I believe that when I announced all the other social media, Um, I didn't announce the social media for the podcast. So if you guys want to follow the podcast directly on Instagram, you can find us as a Christian Minute podcast. So go ahead and follow us there. Show us some more support. Show us some love. We really appreciate it. We like to hear from you guys. And we hope that we can continue to bring you guys awesome conversations that you can feel related to every single week. So. Do you believe that God speaks with a purpose? Now, I don't have a guest with me today, so you're only going to be hearing to me talk. But don't worry, I have enough to talk about, and I think that it's going to be a blessing for all of us. So we usually want God to speak to us so he can give us a devotional thought to make us feel good for the rest of the day. If you want the God of the universe to speak to you, You need to be ready for him to reveal what he is doing where you are. So if we're not ready for him, it's very tough for the God of the universe to speak to us. In scripture, God is not often seen coming and speaking to people just for conversation's sake. You know, it's not like when you go and you text your buddy just because you feel like texting your buddy or you go ahead and and call mom, dad, a cousin, a friend, whatever it is. He was always working to accomplish his purposes. 
when God speaks to you through the Bible, prayer, circumstances, the church, or another way, he has a purpose in mind for your life. So think about that. He doesn't speak to us just to speak to us, right? It's not like what we do. It's very different. Every time that God is going to speak to us, whether it is through Bible, through prayer, through church, or any other way, it's because he has a purpose in mind for our lives. Now, when God spoke to Abraham in Genesis 12, what was God about to do? He was about to begin building a nation. Notice God's timing here. Why did God speak to Abraham when he did? Well, because it was then God wanted to start building the nation. So when God was ready to get started on the nation that he would then promise Abraham, that is when he reached out and spoke to him. The moment Abraham knew what God was about to do, he had to adjust his life to God. He had to immediately follow what God said. So it's very interesting. He didn't, he didn't think, he wasn't going to think about it. You know, he wasn't going to say, you know what, Lord, thank you for reaching out to me. Um, let me go ahead and just process what you just told me, and then I'll get back to you. Kind of like when we do with our bosses, when they assign us a new project at work, or when somebody reaches out to us from church uh, with, you know, bringing in a program for a certain day or whatever. That's the answer we give them, right? Oh, actually, let me get back to you on that, right? But the moment that God speaks to you is a time that he wants you to respond to him. All right. There's no let me get back to you, God. Like, I appreciate you reaching out to me. Let me get back to you. There's none of that. The moment that God speaks to you is the time that he wants you to respond to him. Think about the amount of times in your life or through your Christian life that maybe you've rejected God or that maybe you've been the one that has said, you know what, Lord, I'll get back to you. Let me think about it. This isn't a good time, actually, you know. I actually got to go play some sports that day, or you know what? I think I'm going to Six Flags with my family that day. I really don't got the time to do it. Think about how many times that might have, have happened or might uh, might have happened to you in the past. Don't think that you have the next three or four months to decide whether this is really God's timing. The moment that God speaks to you is God's timing. That is why he chooses to speak when he does. He speaks to his servant when he is ready to move. Otherwise, he just wouldn't speak to you at all. As God enters the mainstream of your life, the timing of your response is crucial. When God speaks to you, you need to believe and you need to obey him. Do not assume that, you know, the moment God calls you, you are prepared for the assignment either. So we're learning that, one, when he speaks to me, it's because there's purpose. Is because that is God's timing. It is because that is when God wants me to start working. However, that doesn't mean that I am ready for the assignment. It doesn't mean that my character, that my life, that my way of living is already prepared for the assignment that God has for me. How long was it from the time that God spoke to Abraham until Isaac, the child that he promised that he would have was born. I believe it was, it was about 25 years. So why did God wait 25 years? Well, 
It took God 25 years to make Abraham a father suitable for Isaac. God was concerned not so much about Abraham, but about founding a nation. So the quality of the father will affect the quality of following generations. So he wanted to make sure that Abraham was not just a good person, that he wasn't just a good father, that he was a quality father, that he was the greatest father he could possibly be to Isaac, because then that would also mean that the following generations would have quality people as well. They would have somebody to look to or an example for following generations. As goes the father, so go the next several generations. God took some time to build Abraham into a man of character. Abraham immediately began to adjust his life to God's ways. He could not wait until Isaac was born and then try to become the kind of father required to raise somebody to be the leader of God's people. And this is very interesting because sometimes we say, you know what, God? When you give me what I want, then I will commit myself to you. When you give me the voice that I want to be able to sing, then I'll sing to you. When you're able to allow me to play instruments, then I'll worship you. Or when this happens, then I'll stop working on Saturday. Or this and that. And we just on and on and on with the excuses. But we learn here that Abraham couldn't wait until Isaac was born and then try to become the father that was required of him. He had to do that before. And so this is very important because if we are not preparing our character, if we are not preparing ourselves to be what we want to be, then we can't. We can't get there. And God won't allow us to get there. He won't. He won't put the things necessary in our lives for us to get there. Because at first, we have to be ready to take that on. And it doesn't just apply to the Christian life. People don't just become millionaires out of nowhere just because they snap their fingers. People don't become successful just because they just happen to stumble upon it. Now, yes, I believe that some people can make an argument that some people do. but The underlying factor here is that whether it is in your Christian life or whether it is just you and your purposes in terms of being either a business owner or going to school or just having a nice career, in order for you to get to where you want to be, you have to prepare yourself before. Once you're ready to fit into that role, then you'll get it and you'll be successful and you'll be ready for it. How long was it after God, through Samuel, anointed David king before David mounted the throne? It was about 10 to 12 years. What was God doing in the meantime? He was building David's relationship with himself. As goes the king, so goes the nation. You cannot bypass the character. And the reason why I mentioned David and Samuel is because there was also a long period of time just like there was with Abraham before he was able to have his promised son, Isaac. They also had to wait in order for David to become king. Because just as the father will be an example to coming generations, the king will also be to the nation. 
So there's absolutely no way that you can bypass the character. It is very important for you to be ready to fill in the shoes. How long was it after the living Lord called Paul until Paul went on his first missionary journey? About 10 to 11 years. The focus was not on Paul. The focus was on God. God wanted to redeem a lost world. And he wanted to redeem the Gentiles through Paul. God took that much time to prepare Paul for the assignment. So again, when God speaks to us, he has a purpose. It is his timing and it is when he wants us to start his work. However, that does not mean that our character is ready. We must start to prepare. When we hear God's voice, be certain that God has plans for you and God has something in motion for you. And so prepare. Get your character ready. Pray, study, make sure that you're in your best character and the best you can ever be so that when God presents you what his plan is, you're able to tackle it on with the best of your abilities. We're so oriented to a quick response sometimes that we abandon the word from God long before he has even developed our character. When God speaks, he has a purpose in mind for our lives. The moment he speaks is the time we need to begin responding to him. So when God called Abraham, he said, I will make your name great. And we find this in Genesis 12 too. That means that I will develop your character to match your assignment. Nothing is more pathetic than having a small character when you have a big assignment. Many of us don't want to give attention to the development of our characters. We just want God to give us a big assignment. We want to be preachers. We want to be missionaries. We want to be musicians. We want to be everything. But we don't want to develop our character. Suppose that a pastor is waiting for a big church to call him to be a pastor. Then the small church calls and asks, will you come and serve to help us here on the west side or wherever it is? And then the pastor says, well, no. The perspective of the pastor responds because he thinks, I am waiting for God to give me a significant assignment. I have done so much training. I can't waste my life by working a small job when I want to serve full time in a big church. I think I deserve something much more substantial than that. And a lot of us do that. A lot of us do that with everything in our lives. A lot of us pass up some jobs, some opportunities that God gives us because we want the bread and butter. We want the best. We want to have or to do the more important jobs. And so we turn down the smaller things because we think that they're insignificant. We think that they won't help us. But again, this is all in an effort to mold our character, to develop us, to be who we have to be. Do you guys see how self-centered this viewpoint is? Because it really is. You know, when God wants us to work, it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter where he wants us to work. It shouldn't be where I want to work. It shouldn't be where you want to work. It should be where God is sending us to work. Human reasoning will not give you God's perspective ever. If you can't be faithful in little, 
God will not give you a larger assignment. He may want to adjust your life and character and smaller assignments first in order to prepare you for the larger ones. This is where God starts to work. When you make the adjustments and you start to obey him, you come to know him by experience. This is the goal of God's activity in your life, that you come to know him. Now, my question to you is, do you want to experience God mightily working in and through your life? Then adjust your life to God and pursue the kind of relationship in which you follow him whenever he leads you. Or wherever he leads you to. Even if the assignment seems to be small or insignificant, one day you will hear it said to you, well done, good and faithful servant. And we can find that from Matthew 25, 21. That says, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Now, do we want to be the servants that were scared and we did nothing with what God gave us? Or do we want to be the ones that took the little bit that God gave us and turned it into greatness? So that then God can one day tell us, well done, good and faithful servant. Should you automatically assume that every small assignment is from God? No. Whether the assignment is large or small in your eyes, you must still find out whether it is from God. However, always let God tell you. Do not rule out an assignment, whether it is large or small, on the basis of your preconceived ideas. Remember that you will know what you should do through your relationship with God. Never bypass your relationship with God. It is very important that we have the connection with God. Because whether we get a big opportunity or we get a small opportunity, we'll know whether that is from God or whether it's not. Whether it is something that will get me closer to Him or it is something that can potentially risk my relationship with God. I have known some people who wouldn't interrupt a fishing trip or even a football game. And to be honest, and this is kind of embarrassing to admit, Yes, there have been times where I've been like, you know what? I really can't miss this football game or I really can't miss this soccer game. It's just very important to me. And there are people with the exact same, you know, situation in our minds. You know, we say that we want to serve God, but we eliminate from our lives anything that would interfere with our plans. So we say, God, I want to serve you. I want to live for you. So long as it doesn't interfere with my Sunday football, with whatever it is I do, with my pool day, you know, with going to Six Flags. If it doesn't interfere with that, Lord, I want to serve you. And so we're committing a great, a great mistake here. We're being very self-centered and we're not recognizing the times when God comes to us with divine invitation. On the other hand, if you are God-centered, you will adjust your life to what God wants to do. God has a right to interrupt your life anytime. And I read this in a book, and it struck me when I read it. He wants to interrupt our life at any time because He is Lord. When you accepted Him as Lord, 
you gave him the right to help himself to your life. So let that sink in. I'm going to read this one more time because when I read it, it really struck me. God has a right to interrupt your life anytime, and he wants to. He is Lord. When you accepted him as Lord, you gave him the right to help himself to your life. So what are we doing? Why do we still say, ah, you know what? Let me get back to you. Or no, no, I don't have time. Why do we still do that then? When we accepted him, we gave him the right to bother us, to interrupt us in our life, because now our life belongs to him. In his parable of the talents in Matthew 25, suppose that five times out of 10, when the master had something for the servant to do, the servant said, I'm sorry, that's not on my schedule. What do you guys think the master would do? He would discipline the servant. If the servant did not respond to discipline, sooner or later, the master would no longer assign any more tasks. The servant would be rendered useless because he never has the time to complete the task. You may wish that you could experience God working through you the way that he works through some other people. But every time God goes to that person, that person is adjusting their life to God and obeying. When he has been faithful in little assignments, God has given them more important assignments to do. If you're not willing to be faithful in little, God will not give you larger assignments. God uses the smaller assignments to develop our character. God always builds character to match his assignment. If God has a great task for you, he will expand your character to match that assignment. Whatever it is that God wants us to do, he will prepare us for that. When God tells you a direction, we have to accept it. And we need to understand it clearly. And then give God all the time that he wants to make us the kind of person that he can trust with the assignment. It is for your sake that God takes time to prepare you for his assignments. No, not for you alone, but also for the sake of those he wants to influence through you. So whether it is very important for yourself, for you to be the greatest version of yourself, it is also for those that will be influenced through you as well. For their sake, give yourself to an obedient love relationship with God. Then, when he gives you an assignment, he will achieve everything he wants in the lives of those around you. And now, to begin to end this episode for today, when we choose to serve God, we are accepting to work for him and to reach other people. We're helping God fulfill the mission, which is to preach to the whole world that he is real, that he is loving, that he is merciful, and most importantly, that he died on the cross for us. And because he died on the cross for us, because he gave us his son to die and bear our sins upon that cross, we may live freely and forever when he comes back. So ask yourself, how many times have you told God that is not the right time? 
that whatever it is he wanted you to do then and there, it wasn't the right time for you. It wasn't in your schedule. You don't have enough hours in the day to accomplish something for him. And meditate on what we have spoken about today. I know that there's a lot of things going on around the world right now. And there's a lot of distractions that might keep us uh, from our focus, from our mission, rioting going on, protests going on, a pandemic going on. Certainly this year hasn't been what we can say is a normal year. But things to come will only get worse. But we can't allow what is going on around in the world to deter us from our focus. We must still remember what our mission is, and our mission is to reach other lives. Our mission is to serve God. Our mission is to live for God. That is the purpose, or one of our purposes. So don't forget, God speaks with a purpose. And when God speaks, it is because it is God's timing. It is when he wants to start to mold you and when he has an assignment ready for you. And just because he has an assignment for you doesn't mean that you are 100% able to take it on right away either. So don't forget that. You must still continue to work on your character. You must still continue to work on your life, on your habits, on your hobbies, so that you can be better. So that you can take on God's commitment, his assignment to you, and be the best version of yourself so that you can influence others to also be that same way. So once again, guys, I want to thank you for joining us for another episode. Next week, we will have a guest with us as well, um, or we will have another guest again because today we weren't able to have one. But... I'm having so much fun doing these episodes every week. Um, again, we're, we're trying to bring topics that are very relatable, that can speak to, to your heart, you know, that can appeal to your emotions and, and kind of get you to think whether there is something that you should be doing differently. So guys, follow us on social media if you haven't yet. Tomorrow, um, Saturday, we will be live streaming on Facebook, so please join us. If you're not following us on Facebook, you can search us as Lighthouse SDA, and then you can go ahead and join us tomorrow in our live stream. Again, guys, thank you for being here with me. I will be here for you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Until next time. And don't forget, keep praying. Don't quit. Miracles happen every day, so never stop believing.